Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you, my friend? How is life treating you? Are you keeping up with your gratitude journal and writing five things each night that brought you joy? Small things, big things, it doesn't matter. Just a way of seeing the positive in life instead of concentrating entirely on what you've lost instead of what is in front of you, which you are gaining. With each day, whether we like it or not, we are slowly moving into and creating a new life for ourselves. And we can bucket all we want. We can bucket all the way, but it's still happening. And I don't want you to feel guilty that life is changing, and perhaps changing for the better. And you might be wondering if you're allowed to feel happiness again, whether in small bites or large. You're meeting new people, and you're exploring new things, and you're venturing out and surprising yourself that you're enjoying yourself and even smiling at times, and all of that is okay. And your family and friends may be looking at you in a strange manner, because your choices are not what they might have been in the past. You might have decorated your home in a certain manner, but now you're getting a bit bolder with fabrics and colors. You might have been a homebody before, and now you're going to groups that no one would have thought you'd join, and you're really liking it. Maybe you're realizing the importance of exercise to curb depression and the blues, and trying your hand at Pilates or other classes. You might have hesitated to travel alone before, but now you've given yourself permission to not only grieve, but join a travel club. See a bit of the world that earlier would not have been on your radar. I was reading a post by a friend of mine who is in her mid-fifties, and her husband died a year and a half ago. She said, This is not the life I ordered, 
And I thought to myself, isn't that true? Her husband died suddenly during surgery. Her son was in his 20s and her daughter was a senior in high school at the time. He wouldn't be there for her graduation. And it was just so sad that he died so young in his 50s. And now my friend is slowly getting back to doing what brings her joy. She decided to carve out a section of her backyard and plant a memorial garden for her husband. She even ordered a stone with his name on it and a lovely description. And her work blossomed, and I'm sure her husband would be so pleased. My friend is an amazing gardener. Flowers and shrubs surround her home in Virginia, and I just love to see all the colors and types of flowers which she grows. One of the reasons I so admire her abilities is because I don't have that talent. (laughs) I never did. I remember one time getting a small grape tomato plant in a huge basket, which I placed in a stand on my terrace in New York City. Not much growing around there. And I took really good care of it, and it actually blossomed so I could pick a handful for salad each evening. Oh, I was so proud of myself. (laughs) I remember it fondly because even when I was young and I lived in a home where we had a backyard, it wasn't me who was interested in growing anything. That I left up to my Nana. And boy, could she grow these large, juicy tomatoes alongside the house, which she was so pleased with because they were used for her Italian sauce. I loved how I would go out there with her and watch what she did, but my big claim to fame was just picking them and enjoying the smell when she'd ask me to go out there to grab a few for salads or other dishes she was making. So you're probably wondering why I'm telling you these stories. Well, at some point in your grieving process, you will find yourself slowly changing things in your life. You might be saying, well, I'm just not ready for this yet. And to that, I would answer, I cannot know, although I wished I did, what place you are in, in your grieving process. For some, it's been a long while, and you're having a hard time moving forward. There are days you still can't believe what has happened, and if it's even true. It all just seems like a horrific nightmare, and you wish so much you will wake up and your loved one will still be with you. For others, this is a new journey. One that has only started and you're still in shock and confused and probably really angry that you have to live this new life that you didn't want or ordered, just like my friend in Virginia with the beautiful garden. She never expected her life to take this turn. She's young, her children are just now in their 20s, and she thought she and her husband and her children would enjoy an active life together including a long retirement where they would travel and live life to the fullest. Death was never expected for a man in his mid-fifties. Or maybe you're like my new friend from California, 
who so generously made a donation to the Foundation for Grieving Children, Inc., a national nonprofit public charity that I started years ago for children, teens, and young adults, as well as their families who had experienced the death of a loved one. When I inquired about who the donation honored, he wrote back to tell me his wife died in her sleep from a heart attack in early January this year. She was a vivacious, cherished wife and mother, and she was only 34. He and his young children are now learning how to live without her, and he is readjusting his life now to raise them on his own. Like my friend from Virginia, my new friend from California never suspected anything like this would occur. I'm sure he expected life to continue as it had all along with his lovely wife. So who are you missing? Who are you longing for? Maybe it was your husband, wife, child, parent, or sibling. Maybe your best friend who had no family label. But they were there for you during all times of crisis. And you wonder, where are they now when I'm in a major crisis grieving their death? You just don't know how you're going to go on without your husband or wife. They were your better half. Even though you didn't always agree on everything and had some really trying times together, you had each other's back. And now that they're gone, you feel so alone and often lonely as well, and there are times you just want to give up. If you are now a bereaved parent, losing your child is an unspeakable experience. No parent should ever bury their child or children. And you hate that you'll have to live with this for the rest of your life. And you might be screaming inside, exactly how am I supposed to do this? And maybe your parent or parents have died. You can be seven or seventy. It doesn't matter. Losing a parent takes away your past. When they leave, they take with them all the memories of past generations, all the stories, your family's history. And if you've experienced the death of a sister or brother, whether they were a child or teen as you were growing up, or a young adult, or adult well until their 50s, 60s, or 70s, even older, that bond that you had with your siblings endures throughout your life. Sometimes it was adversarial, sometimes competitive, sometimes downright pitiful, but they will always be your brother or sister. So no matter where you are in your grieving process, whether it's been a while and you have consciously worked through a good amount of the pain, or whether it's been a while and you've actually refused to work through the pain, which has placed you in a stuck position, or whether it's been a while and now you're coming around to the knowledge that if you want to feel better, you need to address some of the issues that are keeping you stuck. Or it's pretty much the beginning, and you're not even thinking about the ramifications of their death because it's just much too painful right now. Whatever place you find yourself in, I need you to know something. Everyone 
who experienced the death of a loved one walks the path of healing in their own timetable. And for some who are dealing with several deaths in their life, each death will feel differently and how you react to it will be different. Mostly because there are so many factors with each death. Maybe they died suddenly versus an anticipatory death like illness or chronic illness, and you sort of knew their death was a possibility. Others were sudden and you were shocked. How they died definitely has a direct impact on how we grieve. And also how close to them you were, not by family label, but by the relationship you had with them. And based on that, it may be taking you a longer time grieving that person's death than perhaps others you've endured in the past. And because of that, you are struggling. So while you might not like what I'm going to say to you, it is this. Each day, in a small, very small way, I encourage you to consider what might bring you joy again and write that list in your gratitude journal. What would happen if should be the question at the top of your page. What would happen if I started a class in? How would you finish that question? What would happen if I started a class in pottery, in computer science, in yoga, maybe even online marketing? What are the things you have thought about for so long and never gave yourself permission to do? Because you felt others might look down on you because you weren't the grieving widow long enough or the bereaved parent long enough to fit their definition of that label. Well, screw that. This is your life and you need to do what will help you feel unstuck. No one is allowed to hold you back from starting a new life. But is it you who is the person who is holding you back? Is it you? Are you the one holding you back from considering what might bring you joy? What might bring you fulfillment even though the person you love isn't here any longer? Well, right now, right here, I'm giving you permission to not only grieve in the way you need to, but permission to also, yes, at the same time, find groups or classes or even a new job to rebuild a new life. You can do this. You are ready. You can grieve a loved one's death and start to consider how your new life will be shaped and formed. So get out your journal and begin with that question. What would happen if? Get yourself a soothing drink, put on some peaceful music, and just sit with your thoughts. What would happen if? Write it at the top of the new page and just sit there. See what comes up for you. See what your spirit brings up for you. Then write it all down. Even if you think it's wacky, just write it down anyway. And when you're done, look at that list. What is possible right now? What one thing on that list looks doable? 
Which one made you smile? Was it to resume playing golf twice a month with your buddies? Was it to take up knitting again after so long? Was it to ride your bicycle three times a week and go a different route so you could see new things? Whatever you choose, I want you to share it with us. If you were unaware, there is a blog on my site, marymac.info, for each of my podcast episodes. Go to episode 24 and leave your comments at the bottom. I would love to hear what came up for you and your thoughts on it. You can do this, my friend. I have great faith in you. You have been through so much, and there are many people in your world who don't know the half of what you've had to endure and move through. But I know. I know how hard life has been, and how you've struggled to work toward getting to a place of stability in many areas of your life. Emotionally, physically, intellectually, socially, spiritually and financially. Look how far you have come already. Keep moving forward a little bit more each day and write me about your special something that will bring you joy. So now let's get up. Dance with the music and enjoy it. If you're in the car, wiggle in your seat. Move your body, feel it, sway with the music. And I know you probably think this is wacky, but just do it anyway, okay? Thank you for joining me today. Remember to write five things in your gratitude journal each evening that you are grateful for. Visit my website, marymac.info, for your free book. And please rate and review my podcast wherever you listen to me. And as always, please remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.